0: Welcome to the Quantum Creatrix podcast, where we are transforming the impossible into your new normal. I'm your host, Kiki Ray. I'm a trauma informed master life and business coach, manifestation expert, international best selling author, digital nomad, and founder of the Quantum Creatrix brand. In my world, we do things differently. It is my mission to help you create a life and business that go beyond what's rational and instead play in the limitlessness of the quantum realm so you can claim everything your soul came here to receive. We do this by synergizing the mind, body, and soul, rewiring the subconscious, healing at the somatic level, and alchemizing your energy so that you can create a legacy of impact and income. Each month, I bring you episodes from myself and guest experts who will provide you with the tools to make massive strides in your life, business, and relationships through a spiritual lens. I refuse to settle for anything less than extraordinary. And if you're here, my guess is you won't either. You and I both know that a miraculous life is not made in the mediocre. If you are ready to set your soul on fire, manifest your desires, and skyrocket your success, then you are exactly where you need to be. It's time to become the creatrix of your life, so let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. I have such a treat for you today. I am so excited to welcome Melissa Rippey. I said that correct. Correct. I, I wanted to call you Melissa ripe. That's how I like see it in my head, but Melissa is a queer disabled hard of hearing trauma informed confidence coach specifically geared towards witchy women. She is helping women to step into their full power and stay there. I freaking love that. By healing old wounds, changing patterns and removing blocks standing in the way. She's also a QRE grad. So I'm really excited to have you on. Welcome to the Quantum Creatrix podcast. Thank you. Could I make that
1: um, intro any longer?
0: No, I have a really long (laughs) one too. It's fine.
1: (laughs) I, I just recently have come to terms with a few of those labels and um, it just feels right now very important to include them, to I... use them like as much as possible Uh, because it took me a long time to be okay with a few of those labels. So I I just, I was like, I'm going to honor those and really own them for a while. And who knows how long they'll stay there, but yeah. Stepping into your
0: power and staying there. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You go first. I love this. So tell my audience, obviously I've, I've listed the labels, the markers, (laughs) but tell the audience who you are and really a little bit more about what you do.
1: Yeah. So first of all, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. It's exciting. I love like hooking up with new people and doing podcasts with other people. It's just a good fun way to hook up with people. But, um, so who am I? Geez. Well, (laughs) um, I'll tell you, you know, this spiritual journey of mine, I am, I was born a medium. So I've always seen and heard ghosties ever since I was little. And, um, it wasn't that cool when i was no 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 it really wasn't that cool but no it is cool um but you know not knowing what to do with that up until i didn't really start exploring my gifts or anything until my mid-30s um and reiki was the gateway drug for me into spiritualism and spiritual stuff um on a whim, I went to this, uh, free class at a local, um, metaphysical shop was offering. And I met some, some of my very best friends I met in that class, which is super funny, but, um, and it just, <laughs> as it does started you down the path of exploring and answering or asking questions and, you know, meeting the people you're supposed to meet who, you know, take you on your journey. Um, And, you know, I explored shamanism for a while, took some classes with that and um, decided that wasn't really for me. I made it almost like people were like, why didn't you just finish? I had just a few months left of the class and I could have graduated with that. But it just really didn't resonate. You know, I love some of the tools and I still use some of the tools. But um, I knew deep down that that wasn't the path for me. So um, then. During that class, everybody was like, you need to do readings. Like my teacher even was like, girl, you got to do readings. And I'm like, man, do I though? (laughs) Because I still uh, was very uncomfortable with the label medium. And um, that took me several years to be okay with. But and to really step into that and honor that gift. But sort of working with fairies. That was I did fairy readings. Not very many people do those. So, of course, I got real popular real fast, which was super I don't know uncomfortable I think because I wasn't really very comfortable being in the you know public eye or offering my gifts my services to other people yet um and then uh, angels stepped in and wanted to work with me so fairies kind of stepped aside and angels came in and they just started to sort of button their way in they're like hi we're gonna do this now and I'm like (laughs) okay (laughs) so uh I started going down really deep in the rabbit hole with like angels and archangels and um teaching about them and just talking about them a lot. So I I got dubbed the angel lady.
0: Uh people that. called me
1: that. Yeah, for a long time that was that was how I was known because I I was kind of the go-to angel person um in this area. Anyway, nobody else was really doing it at the time. Um and did that for a few years while I was struggling with my mediumship uh label slash gift. I was really nervous about that, even though if you think about it, everything I had been doing up until then is mediumship and was talking to fairies, talking to angels. I mean, like, hello, I'm still channeling. Uh, It was just the whole loved one piece really freaked me out. I don't know why it just, I think it was like, I could be proven wrong more easily than anything else I was doing. And that felt really scary to me that like, someone might tell me no or tell me that I was wrong in some way, even though I knew and had been taught that anything that's coming through is true it's just they might not resonate with it at the time right and almost always they come back and like oh you know what sorry my bad (laughs) yeah i figured it out (laughs) you know and you're like okay it's okay i i finally got to a place where i was cool with that and started doing that um and i did that for several years and then and then found witchiness which i'd already always felt a calling like toward witchy things and movies and like all those things but uh have some friends that were practicing witches and finally just started asking questions and they were just like, Oh yeah, here, this is, this is what it is. And I was like, Oh yeah, well, I already kind of do that. So do you, (laughs) do you feel like a witch is the same thing
0: as a medium? And if so, or if not, why?
1: So I think it depends on the witch. Um, I would say yes. Mostly yes for me would be my answer. Um, And I think, you know, depending on who you ask, you're going to get a different answer. But um, I would say mostly yes, because being a witch is mostly just the only difference between us and like anybody else really is that we just are more in tune with like nature and um, the spirit realm. But there are witches that don't have anything to do with the spirits, right? Like they don't work with spirits. They just work with plants or they do. Like or a kitchen witch, or you know, they cook things, you know, like um, you know, it just depends on, like I said, there's so many different ways to practice and to be a witch, um, and to honor that. that. But for me, of course, yes. Um, because I was already doing that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, they they have different labels for you know the different kinds of witches. Um I g- use the the title eclectic witch, um, Ooh. solitary eclectic witch. So I solitary, I don't belong to a group. Um, I practice by myself. Um, and then eclectic, I take from all the different groups. So there's some pieces of kind of everything that I use. I love Um, that. Yeah. So, so yes and no, I would say the majority of witches probably do have something to do with like gods and goddesses and like spirits and stuff like that, but there are some that don't. And then how did you go from that into
0: like discovering the coaching realm? I know, right? <laughs> okay,
1: so what? <laughs> I know she's like, what? Uh, what? <laughs> um, so uh, what I did was, I'm, I'm a teacher and a coach, like a coach at heart, right? I, yeah. My original, uh, if, in college, what I wanted to study was to be a psychologist. So I've always had an interest in like coaching slash like mental health, like the brain, and just like mm-hmm. how how that works. Um, and I, and so I look at mediumship as a form of coaching because we're not necessarily giving life advice or helping people fix their world, but sometimes we are, and we don't mean to right? like just through the reading that happens, right? Yeah. Like we, um, the spirits give them messages that change their lives, you know, and we hear that from them all the time. But, um, so to me, it wasn't that big of a leap because I felt like I was already doing that anyway, just in a really short form kind of way right doing a reading is usually a one-off service and it's a what like an hour long sometimes less so um I had been following um down the chain of command a little bit I kind of found my way up the ladder to where I ended up with Aaron and QRE um, via several other coaches that I (laughs) kind of followed and then like would go up the chain, you know, they would mention their mentor and then I'm like, Oh, go check them out and be like, Oh yeah. Okay. They kind of rock. And then, you know, so on and so on until I found Aaron. Um, I love that. I was just like, I, you mentioned this before, but like just her way of the way she brings a feminine side to the study of the brain and like psychology and, you know, Um, QRE and like coaching and NLP it can be such a masculine like energy and um, she brings such a flowy like feminine energy and like for me a very safe container to learn in as well Um, and I have you know due to traumas and things in my past I need to feel safe before I can really commit to something like that. So oh my God, well, that during was huge. my,
0: during my training, there was an Aaron and I talked about this. So my, um, practitioner training was through a different company and it, I just remember the facilitator being so like jaded is the word that I mm. use. And just, he was so frustrated by people's questions and it's oh. like, hello, um, we're here to learn and we are paying a lot of money to do so. Like, why oh the there was just no like level of patience. And and when things, you know, they, one of the things that they teach in NLP is if there's no um what what is it? It's like there's only inflexible communicators. Like yeah. if you're not understanding something like ask it or, um, describe it a different way. Right. So like right, if someone's right. not understanding something from you, you have to, it's up to you to reframe it or reword it or whatever. It's just, you're being an inflexible communicator. And that was something that I I saw. And then when Aaron and I went to master pract together and had that same trainer and he was, giving us some sort of, like, taking someone out of a reactive, like, if they went into a trauma response. Mm -hmm. And their way of bringing someone out of a trauma response was, Erin and I both looked at each other, and, like, I remember her saying, like, this is not how I would be. It's not trauma-informed. And so that is what i love about qre and like you know just to add to what you were saying is the the whole way that she leads and she facilitates she does it from such a grounded way but also you know within that feminine like nurturing essence which is yeah
1: very gentle very like soothing and like even just her voice is so like soft spoken and like just you know that real soft kind of energy with her but I'm gonna have to bring
0: her back on the pod (laughs)
1: yeah for sure I'm gonna have her on mine too I was on hers a while back talking about disability awareness and stuff like that but um but yeah I need to I need to get her scheduled She's so busy. It's gonna, like <laughs> oh my god! I know, I know.
0: <laughs> so how how did you discover your spiritual gifts? You were talking about how you know as a kid you were hearing the voices and and whatnot. When did you realize that that was something to embrace?
1: Yeah, well, the, like I said, it was my mid thirties. Like I went to this Reiki class and was like, okay. So I, I think what that did for me was showed me that there were other people. Like that, it wasn't as weird as I thought it was, right? That that there were other people out there that were embracing this and like telling me not to be afraid of it. I did before I started the Reiki thing. Uh, I forgot this step. There was a friend of mine. Um, I I used to go over to her house. We met in nail school. We were a certified nail tech. Um, and we met in nail school, and so I used to go over to her house and we would watch ghost hunting shows and like, nice. um, some of the, you know, those together because I was slightly terrified of everything ghosty scary because that was like real life for me. So it just hit a little too hard for me sometimes, you know, like that's not fake though, because that really happens at my house, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So anyways, I was a little, low key afraid to watch those shows by myself, but I really was interested. Um, and especially there was one, um, what the heck is it called? I can't remember now, but there's one where there's a medium that goes um, and they do, it's Amy Allen. I can't remember the name of it. And then there's a cop that goes and does research and like, they help people sort of figure out why their house is haunted. Um, And so I, I think one time it just came out something about my, like happening to me or something. And she was like, awesome. She was like, why don't you like use your gifts? And I'm like, because it's scary she's like there's nothing to be scared of like right. it just is what it is right and I was like oh okay so that sort of just opened that door crack enough to have me go start exploring in that world which I didn't even know existed in this town but it is huge, huge. there is a huge community here in this town which I, <laughs> I live in a farming community you guys in Iowa so it's like I was, <laughs> not a place I would expect to find a huge metaphysical no. community but I guess you know it's cold here lots of months of the year so there's not kind of a lot to do so I guess <laughs> here we are we're talking to ghosts but <laughs> I love it yeah so yeah and then I just uh started down that rabbit hole of all the classes and really just embracing things and then just lots of encouragement from people yeah. that were in those classes with me and my instructors and stuff so
0: so where does one start when they are wanting to discover and activate either their spiritual gifts or their witchiness? Like if they're feeling that pull.
1: Yeah. So I hate to always plug my own class, but I was telling you, Do I have this it. class. <laughs> it's like, the, it's the class I wish that we would have had. Right. Because that I would have had, because I could have saved a lot of time and a lot of money <laughs> Like going to all these other classes that didn't really fit. Um, I do have a beginner's class. It's called awakening and it, Ooh. or awaken, sorry. Let's, I've changed the name of it like a million times. So. Oh, <laughs> awaken is its current uh, form, but, um, and it's literally for beginners. It goes through the four main clear abilities. So clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, and uh, claircognizance. And it also, the very first thing I teach is safety and rules, boundaries, right? How to keep yourself safe, but also how to set boundaries with spirit because they are just like little children and they will just keep bugging you until you like learn how to, you know, and that's people saying, I want to be able to turn it off. Well, you can't ever turn it off because it's part of who you are, but you can set really good boundaries with them just Mm -hmm. like you would with people in your life. Right. Right. Um, and you know, you just tell them, these are my business hours. These are when (laughs) you can come talk to me. Otherwise get the heck out of my house. Right. Uh um, no thanks. Peace out.
0: Just like um, lining up out the door yeah, around the pretty corner. Pretty
1: much like I am <laughs> closed. You need to come back tomorrow. I will talk to you later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that would be where you can get all of the information in one place. Um, as far as if you know, and it also I have some quizzes in there that help you find out what your strongest gift is. Right. And like, uh, the symptoms, quote unquote, if you will, <laughs> of like each one of those. And like a lot of people go through and go, holy shit, I would never would have guessed. Right. Like right. Th- this is what I, what was happening because something that seems so normal to us, because it, it just is who we are. Um, Not everybody has the same thing going on in their, in their life, you know, like the different uh, things that go on. So, um, but otherwise, you know what you can Google This is what I did. Literally, I googled metaphysical shops near me. Mm -hmm. And then I peed my pants because I was so nervous, but I went in and I did it anyway. And I walked in and was just like, pretending to look at all the shell. Well, it was looking, but like also just kind of feeling it out. And like the lady behind the counter who ended up in the future being my shaman class teacher Um, said hi to me or something. She was like, I think she could tell by my energy that I was really fucking terrified to be in this room, right? And she, so she didn't speak to me for a long time, but I could see her like looking at me, like she wanted to talk to me, but knew that it would freak me out. Freak you out. She finally, I think I bought something maybe, so I had to talk to her because I was, you know, she was running the cash register, but. And she, she finally started kind of talking to me and got me to sign up for their newsletter and like, just kind of was real gentle with me. But later on, I told her that story and she was just dying laughing because I was like, oh my God. And, and, oh, I forgot this part. When I went on the website, uh, they have the practitioners listed and their bios. And, uh, she was the one that I was really drawn to. Yeah. Um, and then when I came in and she was standing behind the counter, I almost fucking peed my pants. Cause I was like, oh my God, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, what the fuck? You know, like, what do I do? I have so many
0: of those stories. Oh my God. It was
1: so stupid, but like, I was so scary. Yeah. I was like, oh my God.
0: This is what happens. It's like, you know, people that we see online or, or on social media and you know, they
1: then come into our life. Like, yeah, I know it's weird. Right. And you're like, oh my God. Cause you're like, so well, and mine was just more like, Oh, if I had to work with somebody, it would be her. Right. Yeah. Like I just felt really energetically drawn to her. And then the fact that literally I walk in the door and there she fucking is standing at the, at the desk, you know, and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. It's literally her. Like so what do we many do? of those moments.
0: <laughs> like I remember when I went to MasterPrac, actually, there was <laughs> um, like, me and Lily from QRE already knew yeah. each other. Melissa uh already knew each other. And then it was like Aaron was gonna be there. We were all sharing a house. It was Stephanie Bellinger, the spiritual boss babe, yes. uh Diana Rashardi, like just all of these people that I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> yeah. you know, and I've been following stuff for such a long time. And funny enough, my my practitioner level, um, Ashley Gordon, who is the quantum coach, she mm-hmm. uh, said, oh, you're going to be there for your master or for your practitioner. Just come to Jersey after. And I was driving from Toronto to, to Philly. So she goes, just come to Jersey after. It's like the next date over. I was like, all yeah. right. And then when I got to her house, like she just welcomed me into her home for a weekend, which was super cool. But then I got to her house and she goes, oh, by the way, Jen's coming. And I was like, Jen? She goes, yeah, Jen Casey. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like it was just, it was so funny. And all of these people have been on the podcast, by the way. Yeah, um, But so yeah, funny. it's just, it was so funny that like these pedestals that we put people on and yeah. then we realize at the end of the day, they're just like us. Well,
1: and the universe does that shit on purpose, you know, because totally. we feel drawn to them for a reason. We're meant to work with those people for a reason. And then the universe goes, oh, well, here you go yeah you're like then you're like shitting your pants like wait what oh god okay there they are what do I do (laughs) I I was gonna share
0: so I'm like no maybe that shouldn't be shared (laughs) (laughs) but I was like humbled real quick of like oh okay you know this girl these these girls are all just like super fucking cool and
1: yeah well and I think isn't it weird have you ever had it happen to you on the other end like where someone meets you and they're like fangirling over you're like <laughs> I don't get it why like because <laughs> totally. um it happens a lot here in town um because my I used to go live like two three yeah. times a week okay um, doing readings and like um I was out doing readings in public a lot like I just was very active in the community around here um and there are a lot of people here in town especially that uh used to watch me on a regular basis and so then when they meet me in public they're just like they're shitting their pants right like oh my god what do I do um but it's really weird when it happens on the other end then you realize like oh why do I do that to other people like it's when well, so it strange was so funny. It happens, but...
0: I had someone who I had never met before was like your name's Kiki do you have a podcast? I'm like, oh my God. Like, this is, I've, I've made it.
1: (laughs) Right? It's the wildest thing. Like, whoa, okay, hi, you know. Yeah. It's it was pretty strange the first few times it happened. Now it's kind of not to be like, oh, I'm a celebrity, but like <laughs> around here, kind of, because a lot of people just know who I am. So they totally. will come up and talk to me in public. And I'm just like, okay, hi. I love <laughs> that too. Cause it's
0: just you are a very approachable, like easygoing person. And I I feel like I am the same. The, the biggest compliment that I can receive these days is like when I'm meeting people from the interwebs is when they tell me you're just the same, like yeah. you are the same person in yeah. real life that you are online. And I'm like, that is the I biggest love that compliment. Too. Yeah. I love
1: that too. When like they have just read things that I've written and like, they say that like reading your stuff, like my emails and stuff. Um, I have a really high, um, like open rate for my email list and I didn't realize it was high I thought it was low actually <laughs> and I was talking to somebody else and they were like uh that's like four times higher than most people's and I'm like wait what seriously oh, and I was like I love oh, okay. that uh, I think that's why though because they people would tell me like reading your stuff is exactly like talking to you like it feels like I'm talking to you and I'm like well I just I'm the same person no matter where I'm yeah at. like I'm just yeah. you know I'm just me doing my thing being my Sagittarius self don't really give a fuck if you don't like it don't look I that's kind of my always sadness. been my
0: motto I'm <laughs> a Gemini so <laughs> you and I are like po- literally like polar opposites polar opposites on the yeah chart. so all, a ton of my my mom's a sad she's like my best friend yeah uh, happy, we're kind of like, crazy your season starts tomorrow yes my birthday's, my birthday's
1: my birthday is what in a week
0: yeah. Hey, happy early birthday. Thank you. I love that. So I kind of touched on this a little bit, but
1: what does being a witch mean to you? Yeah. So this took me a while to really get comfortable. This was another label that took me a while to get comfortable with. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure why, I guess maybe just societal programming, right. That we assume, which means something terrible. Right. Um, but to me, it's literally, it's just someone who's really connected with this like nature. Um, and for me would be like the spiritual world. Um, I work a lot with different. Um, <laughs> I'll touch on this lightly. Cause it gets real squirrely real quick for people. But like, <laughs> I work with a lot of different groups of spirits. So okay. um, I mean, I'll quickly touch on it. I work with demons and I've talked to Satan and like, um you know nature spirits there's a lot of different kinds of those so I work with those the trees are a big those are some of my besties so I work right. with trees a lot um they're amazing if you haven't talked to a tree lately you need to do it they're amazing so okay um yeah fairies I mean all the things right for me I'm very highly connected to the spirit world um so when so like, like people talk about like
0: the dark entities and yeah man, I feel like this might be opening a, we can do a whole adore. other podcast on this for sure <laughs> because <laughs> like I had uh guest x I don't know if you've gotten this far in the podcast. I
1: have I, I just heard that whoa uh-huh. that's
0: like craziness it was uh-huh. and so I will maybe put in the show notes what episode that is so you guys yeah it's early but on
1: but it's a good one you guys should go listen yeah to it's guest
0: x was um taken over by like a cult and mm-hmm. and indoctrinated into a cult and so she said that she had um, these like attachments like Mm -hmm. hooks in her that had to be she worked with someone to detach them
1: yeah for sure and
0: so I'm just like is that something that you do as well and that you're familiar
1: with I do so that'd be more in the shamanic world the removing of like uh darker entities or removing of like um and ener- those are energetic energetic cords right like yes uh the removing of those would all be in the shaman world okay. um which again i am trained in shamanism i am not right. a certified shaman um because i didn't i didn't finish my <laughs> class but um um but i am trained in all of that so yes i do use those tools still in my um practice and in my um just everything that i've ever offered um i do kind of like I don't know. I do. I make my own brand of stuff up, like use Reiki and shamanism mediumship. Like I just do it all kind of mashed together. Yeah. But yeah, this
0: is, this is me. Are you a manifesting generator?
1: I am a generator. So you're I'm a close. generator. Yep. Yep. So I'm like all of the little things, yep. just mesh them in. That is my jam as well. So yeah. I, I do resonate more with manifesting generator. I don't, and every time this is so funny, I would talked with, uh, somebody about this. I was like, I always, my brain defaults to say that I'm a manifesting generator. And then I go, wait, that doesn't sound right. So I'll go look it up in my chart and be like, no, 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 I'm a generator. <laughs> I'm like, why do I always say that? Um, so That's I don't know why, funny. but my brain wants me to be a manifesting generator every time, literally okay. every time.
0: <laughs> my body wants me to be a projector. So.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: i need literally four naps a day
1: um,
0: so with this like uh witchiness how we, you had mentioned with like the societal programming and things we the one of the main reasons i wanted to invite you on here was to kind of help people understand a little bit around the fears of like identifying deeper with that, that spirituality. So I know there's a lot of like new age spiritual people, but I think that yeah. there are a lot of people who have this access to deeper gifts, but there is fear around that and kind of like that witch wound. So yeah. where, like, where does that fear even come from? Cause I feel like it's not, necessarily a conscious one. Like if you were to call me a witch, I'd be like, thank you. You know? <laughs> right? What I, mean? I know. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like is this almost where the winch witch wound intermingles with that like fear? Yeah. So
1: first first thing, um, I will say this just as a teacher, I have to bring this into it, but like everybody can do what I do. Yes. Every human yes. on the planet has access to do what I do. Um not everybody will ever we'll be ready for it in this lifetime, right. Right. In this incarnation. Um, but, but as humans, we are empathic and we are meant to communicate with each other via energies. Um, and that's all, that's all this is, is learning how to basically when you tune into your gifts, all you're doing is turning something back on that used to be on that got turned off.
0: This Um, is why kids are like, so intuitive and they can, Oh yeah. We're all born doing it. Yeah. Right.
1: And then society slash our parents slash our family teaches us slash tells us that it's wrong or scary or it's wrong, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) Like, yeah, no, totally. And I, I am working on a class for about spiritual children. So yes. be watching for that in the next year that will be coming out. Um I don't know if I'll run it live. It might end up just being like a self-study thing. I might we'll see. I kind of burn myself out on running live classes. <laughs> <laughs> I I know that they're more fun for people and like more I love being the interaction like answering the questions and stuff, but um yeah, we'll see. we'll see. We'll see but it's coming out. The it's already written. I just need to put it together and put it I out in the them. public. So um Anyways, but, uh, yeah, because, you know, being a spiritual child, like, growing up, being a child that had gifts, and then, you know, of course, what I was told, it's your imagination, it's not real, you know, all those things that they don't mean to be cruel or, like, shut you down, but they just don't get it, so so being a child with gifts and then now having being a parent of children with gifts. Right. So I've, I've seen it from both sides of the fence. So it kind of gives me a unique perspective to, you know, teach people about it. But anyway, I forget what we were talking about. Oh, the witch yeah. wounds. Okay. So <laughs> Here, <laughs> we're down wound. a really deep ravenous. that's okay. That's okay. I do it all the time. Um. So yeah, the witch wounds. So I would say for most people, this is going to be past life it's going to be super ingrained and probably multiple lives like you know i don't know all of you listening if you believe in like multiple life times but the majority it's a of thing it's a thing that it happens yeah <laughs> <laughs> here's a clue it happens um so yeah for most people this witch wound is deep and it's like multi-lifetimes worth of wounds right so they've been a witch in the past and they've been killed in some way or made something terrible has happened because of that right um and that leaves that trauma of course it leaves little scars and or big ones um And then that which wind goes with us, you know, with each lifetime, we are who we are, no matter what kind of meat suit we have on. Um, You know, so I say that all the time. Yeah. So like, no matter what we zip on for this incarnation, um, you know, our soul and our energy is what it is. And it it goes with us no matter where we're at in our journey. And, uh, you know, eventually we have to to really deal with that and heal it. But um, a lot of people are afraid of the word witch because it brings up all of these traumas and like past mm. life things that you may not consciously be aware of but it brings that fear and that anxiety forward for you um, and so when people start stepping into their witchiness for me it's important that they deal with any of those feelings right so anything that's coming up For them I like to explore that with people and just be like okay but like is this a this lifetime thing did something happen to you in this life that is bringing this up or do we need to explore you know farther back which is usually the case yes um but there is a lot of religious trauma too involved with that that you know holy hell right (laughs) right which is in religion (laughs) so unintended that can be that can be really deep as well so just and I would say a lot of the people yeah so a lot of I find this a lot with my students that are in my beginners class that they're very hesitant to sign up so they will sometimes come to me and say, okay, I want to sign up, but here's my hesitation. Right. And a lot of the time it has to do with, they grew up in a church yeah. that was very against witches and witchcraft and anything like that. And, you know, talking to spirits, you're talking to demons, you know, like that's always the devil, um, which is not true. Um, demons don't really talk to us. You guys here, I'm just going to throw this in for a yes. second um because demons don't care about humans they really don't Uh, the only reason Mm -hmm. demons are here they eat fear and so the only reason they hang around humans is because we become the buffet right if we're afraid we're spitting out all this fear and they're like oh yummy and they come over and they start eating it and if we're and then when they're around us it can make us feel more afraid because their energy is really low and our bodies interpret low energy as bad, negative anxiety. Oh my God, what's happening. Um, which makes more fear, which makes them want to hang around us more. Then we get into this loop. Right. And then sometimes negative spiral, right? Exactly. And then sometimes when they are attached, and I use the in in air quotes because it doesn't happen that often, not as often as people would lead us to believe in TV would lead us to believe (laughs) Um, the only reason they really get attached to somebody is because they've become this like food source and they're like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to hang on a little tighter to this one. You're like, I don't want them to get, a, you know, and so then they will put those cords into us and like, just right. hang on because they're like, oh, cool. Well, I'm just going to attach myself because this is a good one.
0: Right. right. <laughs> but,
1: um, you know, 99% of the time, it is not a demon in your house, y'all. It is a human spirit that thinks it's funny to <laughs> pretend to be a demon look, there's douchebags in life. There's douchebags in the spirit world. Okay. Like you are who you are. Didn't we just say this? Right. So like, um, you know, some of them, they really think it's funny to pretend to be a demon and scare people. Like they just think that shit's funny. And I when people are like, I have a demon in my house and I come and I'm like, no, you have an asshole you in your house <laughs> <laughs> who thinks it's funny, but not a demon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so anyway, like light
0: bulbs just going off.
1: Yeah. But- I just love to throw that out there because I'm like, demons get a bad rap and they're really not that bad. Honest to gosh, they're really not that bad. They just are very low, slow energy and it, and they're around people who are scared. So it just makes them kind of seem like bad dudes right why but it's
0: so important to work on your emotional intelligence and your yes. own energy to like lift your own spirits up it's your responsibility to be working on your emotional state and your energy for sure so, for if you sure. want to keep the demons away that's how you do it
1: yep yep get I your nervous system in order <laughs>
0: <laughs> right <laughs> So I actually, when I went through, I have this lovely scar on my neck and it just so happens to be right around the voice box and
1: right on top of (laughs) it.
0: I I mean, I feel like I got lucky because sometimes it'll be, be hidden, but it's funny because I never put two and two together, but someone did for me. They were like, you know, with all of this spiritual work that you do, that scar is like a witch wound. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And it's just like this life's incarnation of, you know, me being a witch from, I I fully believe I was a witch in the past life. Like, oh, 1, 100%
1: percent you were. Yeah. yeah You're still I a couldn't. witch. You just haven't, you know, <laughs> embraced it yet in this world. But, well, um, a
0: med- another medium has told me that I would be very, powerful if I chose to go down that that route I haven't done it yet I haven't felt the calling but I know it's there it's on the the back of my mind but how do we heal this wound
1: yeah so the biggest thing is finding out number one where what is it like where did it come from where does it where does it stay in your body like where you know and some of them don't leave a physical mark so you know some do, some don't. Um, it just depends on what kind of wound it is, where it came from, who inflicted it, all those things, how deep it was, all those things. Um, but you know, so awareness is always the first like Uh step. Um, and then honestly, I, you can do this stuff by yourself, but as a trained like person who has been through class, I don't recommend doing any shamanic work on your own, um, ever. Even I know like, people talk about removing energetic cords and things like that, that can get real messy real fast. So I even don't recommend people doing that unless you've been taught by somebody how to do it properly, because Mm -hmm. that can like I said, you can go around just like cutting cords that are important. Um, and you know, some of those you don't want to get rid of, (laughs) you know, be real careful when you're messing around. But honestly, I always tell people just find somebody that can help you find a shaman find somebody who's offering those services. Um and also when you're doing that, please be very use discernment. Um yes. there are a lot of scam accounts right now. A lot, a lot. Um and there are people that have really bad intentions that just want your money. So please find the people Blessings. that yeah I mean <laughs> like okay cool I get it but like we all need to be paid for our you know our work. But yes please definitely feel into energies um go with your gut or your heart wherever you feel that pull yeah. when you get that information um ah, please honor please honor those feelings like if you feel like someone is kind of like mm, I don't know about that one you, please walk away yeah. so um but yeah i would say find someone that can help you someone that um can help you walk through the wounds but also like helping you process through um I would say trauma but like really unless that person's trauma informed you know has been taught those things I wouldn't look for that but like even with the witch wound other witches can definitely help you with that if they have any awareness whatsoever of like energy and like you know how to work with energy and stuff which most witches do but um if that's the service they want to offer a lot of witches just want to be a witch in their house by themselves they don't want to work with other people. So um, if you feel like you are a witch and you me. need some help
0: stepping into your power and releasing the fear and the wounds of the past, everyone's going to run and hire Melissa.
1: Yes, please. <laughs> I'm here for it. I want all the witches to come out of the woodwork, man. I am Yes.
0: Like, please, please, please. We need you. Um, oh my God. That's the name ugh. of a program title for you for sure. Out of the woodwork or <laughs> yes. masterclass oh or something. Yes yes i need to do woodwork, that work i think of witches like that yeah. you know emerging oh, the from the forest yeah. yeah that's awesome i love this yeah
1: i uh it's man we've been putting the sos out for a few years now but like with just the state of the world and like the state of humanness right everything now, i feel it's you. very hard i feel um you. and i you know the other thing that stepping into your power can do and stepping into your witchy hood um It releases you from a lot of anxiety and fear. Um, And I would say this about just your spiritual gifts in general. Um, That has always been sort of one of my taglines, used to be punching fear in the face, right? Like now I'm a little (laughs) more gentle about it because like punching things is not very nice. But I love that. um, But like I've always been about removing fear for people, like about all of this whole world, right? Because there's really information is power. Like I was just talking about demons the more, you know, the less you're afraid you are. Totally. So ask questions, do some research. I started, I was reading blogs. Like that was one of the first, cause I was afraid to talk about it with anybody. Yeah. So I just started looking stuff up on the internet. And yes. Be, again, use discernment, be careful <laughs> where you're getting Love your that. sources, but, um, you know, knowledge is power. So totally. I agree. Yeah. I agree and if you that. get the nudge to work with somebody, please do it. I don't care what program it is or whatever, but like follow those nudges, man, because that's spirit pushing you down a path that you're meant to go down. So, so yeah. you've you've got awakened, Awaken? Awaken. Yeah. awaken,
0: Awake, awaken, yeah, awaken. So you've got awaken, uh, and then this spiritual parenting program is coming out in the next year. Yeah. Do you have anything coming up in the in the next few weeks or months?
1: um I do not I also have I have like so many look at me generator right like I have all these things like I have a list of like oh of my life <laughs> and things that I just need to execute because that, that whole yeah I'm <laughs> like I need somebody to just type all this stuff up for me because I come up with the ideas but I don't necessarily want to sit and make all the pdfs and stuff <laughs> oh, I feel so seen like oh man anyway I do have a spirit is really on my butt about this uh, came through is heal the rainbow it's called. And Ooh. we're going to go through and uh, deal with our chakras and we're going to clean them out, heal them up, do lots of teaching on how, what they're about, what they're for, where, where those wounds like died, oh. um, and then how to heal them. But I want, again, yes, I can do that for you, but I'm all about teaching people how to do what I do so that, Yes. So they can do it themselves and then ripple right out Yay. into the, into the world. I've always been about helping people step into their own power and staying there, which okay. that's what that means for me is like, I can do it for you a hundred percent, but I would rather teach you how, so that you can do it yeah. and keep yourself, you know, where catching you catching a fish versus fishing for a fish. For fish. sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. Amazing. I'm so, People are going to connect with you. They're going to find you where they, where can they find you? So they'll know when, when things are coming up.
1: Yeah. So the biggest thing I would say is get on my email list. That's where I'm hanging out most these days. I just closed down my Facebook group. I have a bunch of posts about this. It was a a thing. It was a thing and it wasn't that easy to do, but I, it needed to happen. So um, Instagram, if you are on socials and you want to hang out with me, I'm on there, but I am not. I go in spurts I'll be on there a lot 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 and then I just sort of disappear for a while (laughs) and then I'm on there a lot 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 and then I disappear for a week or two so (laughs) yeah and I just I don't love social media but I know that it's like a great place to connect like sometimes I do love to be on there talking to my peeps but sometimes I just need some (laughs) spikes but my email list I do have a newsletter that comes out every week um full of just fun goodies and messages and all the, the details. Can the people find that in your Instagram bio? Uh, yes. Yeah. So my Instagram bio is just a list of links, okay, <laughs> but, perfect. uh, yeah. And then my website, it'll take you to my website and that's where the join the newsletter thing is on there. Fantastic. So, and what's your yeah. Instagram handle? Oh yeah. Melissa underscore Rippy. Just my name. Perfect. Keep it easy.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It has been an honor chatting with you, getting to share your gifts with my peeps, and Yay. vice versa. I'm gonna be on Melissa's podcast as well, so you can be checking out for that.
1: Any final thoughts? I don't think so. You guys, the biggest thing is don't be scared. Don't be don't scared. Be, don't be scared. <laughs> um, I love it. if you are if you are scared, please reach out. Like I'm here, I will answer questions for free. You don't have to book an appointment. You can come. Slip into Monday yums and ask me some questions. If we go too far into like, okay, now we should probably set up an appointment, then <laughs> boundaries. I'll let you know. Yeah. No, I'll definitely, and I'm I'm okay with boundaries. So I will let you know. But uh I definitely will answer some questions for people. I love
0: that. All I right. Just, I
1: don't want people to be afraid, man.
0: Yeah. Be happy. Be happy. I love it. <laughs> Demons aren't as bad as you think they are. Just update uh, your no. state. Yeah this yes. all right well thank you so much for being here again and everyone be sure to go check out melissa on instagram and get on her email list so you can subscribe to all the witchy things yes. see you next time all right thanks for having me bye thank you so much for tuning in are you loving the quantum creatrix podcast if so remember to hit the subscribe button as new episodes drop regularly It would also mean the world to me if you would take the time to leave a five-star rating and submit a review so we can get this podcast in the ears of even more beautiful souls and create the ripple effect in elevating the frequency of this globe. Until next time, I am celebrating you and your inevitable quantum leaps.